Hello and welcome to another episode of You Haven't Seen That, the podcast where we usually watch films that my co-host missed in his childhood. Uh, my name is Chris, and I am joined not by Eric this week. I am joined by Toby. Hello, I am Toby. You may remember me from such podcasters. You haven't seen that. <laughs> and Criterion <laughs> yeah. Quest. Yeah, which uh, which episode had you previously been on for You Haven't Seen That? It was uh, The Wizard for sure. Yeah, and there was another... Uh, it was... Um, uh, uh, um, the Abyss. The Abyss, yeah. I was going to say something aquatic, but mm. yeah, The Abyss. <laughs> So yeah, uh, it's been quite a long time since we've uh, recorded an episode. It's, uh, I think, God, the last one I put up was Sister Act back in May? So like four or five months ago? Damn, that's six, six months ago almost. Yeah, uh, you know, this, this whole lockdown thing's been a little bit troublesome with trying to record podcasts, uh, which is why we have no Eric this week. Um, unfortunately, Eric doesn't have any equipment or mics at home. Uh, but Toby does. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm the stand-in. The fill-in, as you would. The ringer. <laughs> I wouldn't... Yeah, okay. Ringer, maybe. <laughs> but what I would... Uh, but what we've decided to do, uh, and Eric has given us his, uh, his uh, blessing, I should say, uh, what we're going to be doing is not your traditional episode of You Haven't Seen That, but instead we're going to start a spin-off series. We're going to start doing You Haven't Seen That Classic Edition. Where I haven't seen classic movies. <laughs> yes, so a little, little bit of backstory here. Um, as you probably, listeners are probably aware, I studied film, went to film school, work in the industry and things now. Uh, one of the people I met at film school was Toby. Yes, long, long time and friend, long time ago. Yeah, we, we met and became friends at film school and it, uh, similar to how Eric hadn't seen all of these films you're supposed to watch when you're a kid... I am flabbergasted that someone that went to film school has not seen any of these classic Well, films. I had better things to do with my time back then. <laughs> yeah. So now that you weren't as much of a nerd as I was. No, not exactly. I mean, you're my IMD Chris, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so now it's time for me to catch up and finally watch some of these films and uh, critique them with my open interpretation, I guess. Yeah, so we're going to do a sim- uh, pretty much the exact same show as we had been doing for the last couple of years with Eric, uh, but instead uh, it's going to be classic films with Toby watching them for the first time, and uh, hopefully uh, once all this lockdown stuff ends, we'll uh, we'll get Eric back and doing the uh, the childhood films that, like we used to, but also still running this new spin-off one on the side, so... Just more content for you guys. That's all you. That's all you're getting. It's all about the content. <laughs> um, so similar to how we usually start each season, if you haven't seen that, we thought it'd be a good idea to sort of introduce Toby to you all, uh, more than more of a proper introduction, and then uh, go down a list of some of the films we're going to be talking about. Yeah, that sounds like a a good plan. So, do we want to start with the films or? Oh, I just first, I thought a, a nice little introduction, so people know where you're coming from, I guess, Toby. Um, so yeah, we met in film school, have been good friends ever since. Uh, most of the time we just talk about film whenever we hang out. That's very, uh, so very true. What, yep. <laughs> what are some of your favourites? Uh, just not necessarily classics, but just in general, so people can kind of get an idea of uh, who you are and where you're coming from, I guess. Well... I grew up with a lot of sci-fi. My mum instilled sci-fi on me from from a young age. Like, I remember watching Terminator Two very, very young, and like The Abyss, which is why I was on the other episode. Mm-hmm. Things like Blade Runner, all those kind of old classic 
sci-fi-ish kind of films, which is what would have spurred my love of film in the first place. Mm. But just, yeah, that, that kind of stuff. And I, I kind of just missed, like, the classic drama, thriller kind of films, like, you know, Wonderful Life. I never bothered watching that. That's probably <laughs> not a good example. But a lot of... Work, no, no, that, that's a great, yeah. But a lot of, that's like, a, a lot of like uh, genres are kind of not really skipped over, but just didn't pay too much attention to well, inter- that's the the fact that you have such a love for sci-fi um, and kind of grew up on all of that stuff. Like looking down the list of films that we have chosen, there's only kind of, one really, and it's yeah. Th- there's a distinct lack of sci-fi yeah. here. There's there's only one, which is that's I'm happy about because I'm kind of like not not as sci-fi-ish anymore these days, and more into other things. But you know, cinema is cinema, and every film really has some good qualities to it. So hmm. I'm looking forward to watching these kind of films and just yeah, looking at it from a more mature way of viewing things than than in the past where I might not have appreciated these movies. Yeah, that that's true. There's a lot of these type of films that I know myself I saw when I was a lot younger and it they I guess went over my head or I didn't appreciate them as well as I probably should have, I guess, or could have. Yeah. That's probably a better way to put it. Uh, it's it's like it's fine to say you've seen the film, but if you saw it when you're, you know, 12, 13, you don't really see the film, I don't think. <laughs> It's... Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that that's a way of putting it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like you know, especially now, like you know, we're, we're in our mid thirties now. Like a film that you saw when you were twelve, you don't... like good luck if you can remember yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> um, so when we first made this list of uh, epic films <laughs> and all of these classics, uh, what I ended up doing was I'm like, all right, what, what, where's a list of like the a good starting point. <laughs> Yeah, what's a good starting point? So we I, we went through and I compiled uh, things that I thought Toby might not have seen from the IMDb Top 250, the uh, AFI Top 100 films, the BFI Top 100 films, and a list of uh, Academy Award winners and nominees throughout the history of the Oscars, as well as a few other little random ones thrown in here and there. Um, so it's it's a wide and varied list in terms of genre and style, <laughs> but uh, we we teased it a little bit before the the one sci-fi film on the list. Should we start there? Yeah, why not? Uh, You've gone f- well, for uh, Fritz Lang's Metropolis. Yeah, which um, surprised I've never actually seen. To be honest with you, it's referenced and you know been so influential in so many other films, and it's just a big surprise to me that I've never never seen it. I not not so much to me. I think it's one where you either see it when you're young or like you know in film school or something and then otherwise it's it's very seldom you're kind of sitting on the couch at home on a I feel like watching Metropolis I I feel like watching a 1923 (laughs) silent film from Germany that's that's (laughs) that's true um you know it's very seldom that unless it's something like really impactful like some early Chaplin or Buster Keaton that you're actually like I'm gonna watch this I'm in the mood for this silent film now yeah so um but yeah I mean it's like widely considered to be like the godfather of all sci-fi so it is uh it's gonna be good for you to finally check that one out yeah i'm, I'm very much looking forward to that one that's for sure who knows when we'll do it though <laughs> yeah exactly like we're, we're gonna do the the old strategy of pull a pull a film out of the hat so we'll it'll be random and we'll see but um another thing i should mention as well we're trying to steer away from modern films as well because like obviously the theme of going for classic cinema 
you know, it, it's hard to call something that's, you know, 20 years old a classic yet. Yeah, we kind of, like, uh, have a limit. There's there's a few films that are, in, like, early 2000s, but I've, that's the the max that we've really gone to. And, yeah, and even, even 90s-wise, there's not, not too many of them. We've tried to keep them, you know, 30, 40 years old at least. Hmm. Yeah, th- there's, like, maybe maybe five from the 90s. And in terms of 2000s, there's... There's only two that I can actually see, and uh, one of them is uh, is uh, near and dear to my heart, and one that you demanded that we do. Oh yes, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yes. <laughs> um, so, it, what what made you want to <laughs> jump onto this one? Oh, uh, just Jim Carrey. <laughs> it's like the one that I haven't seen, and I'm so again, I'm just surprised that I haven't seen that film because it's. I've heard so much about it, and it's just supposed to be like a modern day classic. Is it? It's not Kaufman, is it? It's um. Yeah, yeah. yeah it it's a, scr- a script by Charlie Kaufman and directed by Michelle Gondry. Yeah, and it's like I love all I love all all those people involved, and it's just there's there's a couple that just surprise me that how did I miss these films? Like how have I not gotten back to watching them? That is definitely one of them. Yeah, and I think the that's the latest we're gonna go, and I was even hesitant to put it on the list. But the reason we have is because it's in my sort of top films of all time. I absolutely love the film, and it's so that's kind of the reason that one's on there. Yeah, and it's, it's and, and and I just pushed it because that was probably the spawn of the podcast is to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other one that I'm I'm excited about uh, that <laughs> I think. It, I was shocked to see that you pushed so hard for was a couple of musicals, actually. Yeah, classic musicals. I love my classical musicals, but uh... see, I, I see, I'm like, I've known you forever now, and it's like <laughs> I would not have expected you to be so gung ho for you know West Side Story and singing in the rain. Yeah, I, I, it's just yeah, they're just they just seem so lovely and charming, mm. <laughs> and I just want some good in my life for once. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, West Side's probably it's good timing with the with the Spielberg remake coming out in December, which just so. baffles me. And so I want to see why he's remaking it in the first place. I, I don't mm. know much about. I know that story. That movie's about gangs and West Side. Yeah, somewhere. the Jets and the Sharks. <laughs> and, you know, like I'm down for that. <laughs> it just seems just so silly and and fun. And yeah. Singing in the Rain, I'm pretty sure I may have seen a long time ago, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not too sure. But West Side Story, definitely not. Yeah. Um, yeah, looking through, and there's, uh, there's some of the ones that I've really... Like, we mentioned Eternal Sunshine was one that you were kind of pushing for. Uh, the one that I really pushed for and I, I want to do kind of early on or like in the first batch that we do is Casablanca. Yeah, that's... Um, play it again... Mr. Sam? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Sam? <laughs> yes, yes. Again, just another one that's so ingrained in pop culture that uh, it's... I'm not surprised I haven't watched this one because I don't know much about it and it hasn't really taken my interest in, in wanting to watch it. But I think it is a good idea that I do watch it because, it, it, again, it's so ingrained in all of pop culture and it's referenced everywhere. It's something that needs to, needs to happen... <laughs> See, like, you, you mentioned, like, there with Casablanca at the top, like, that it is so ingrained and, like, being referenced so much in pop culture. I'm curious, like, do you know anything about it? Nope. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's, that's what I find interesting. Like, you, you, you know, like... Play uh, it again, play... Sam. Yeah, and... And uh, the airport's, the air, like, the plane flying and, away. That's literally and, it. And this is going to be the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the classic lines. But 
in terms of story, you know nothing about. No, nothing about it. And I am in because it's the best way to be. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm guessing that's a, that's the, for that's, a lot that's of these. A lot of these movies are, are like that. So, like, if, if I was just to run quickly down the, the list, like, Some Like It Hot, I believe, is Marilyn Manson, and that's... <laughs> <laughs> Marilyn Manson. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> real sexy Marilyn Manson. Uh, Marilyn yeah. Monroe, and uh, I think that's like the comedy one. Um, I think. Well, okay, okay, I want to, like, for a little example here, like, all right, so pitch me some Like It Hot based on that title and what you know. What, what do you think it's going to be about? I think it's going to be about Marilyn Monroe um, riding around New York City messing with some governors like in high positions and causing trouble that's 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 an interesting read on what that movie could possibly be you are 100% wrong I'm, I'm sure I'm sure you're kind of close there with seven year itch to some degree another Marilyn Monroe that's the famous one with the skirt uh, and the maybe, maybe I'm getting them confused so yeah anyway so there's that whole path yeah then, then you got other movies like um, Oh, the Manchurian Candidate. That's another perfect one. I know that's about an assassination, but that's referenced a lot in pop culture. But mm. that's about all I know about that film. I know nothing yeah. about that. The, the classic John Frankenheimer film. I love that movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's... Okay, so... Like, American Graffiti is another one. Is that yeah. about Americans doing graffiti? Or is it about kids like See, doing that's... graffiti? Like... That's surprising to me that American Graffiti is one that you, like just even through osmosis hasn't kind of crept in as to what that film is at least yeah it's not it, it's it's oddly not really doesn't really have that much of a plot I it, didn't, it, it's, yeah okay it's like a, almost like a dazed and confused like it's just a slice of life yeah kind of. and it's kind of what went then went on to inspire things like happy days and oh, yeah. stuff to end up happening yeah there you go. But also, you know, George Lucas so, <laughs> and Coppola. So. Yeah, that, that's always surprising. Yeah. But I'm also happy, like, you know, we're doing a lot of these prestige films. Like, you know, we've got in there... Deliverance. Uh, Deliverance, uh, North by Northwest, Casablanca, The Great Dictator. Cat on a Hot uh, Tin Roof. The Deer Hunter. But I'm also excited that we're going to have some good old-fashioned popcorn movies in there uh, with The Towering Inferno. Yeah, so I don't really know much about that either. I think there was a remake of that, like in the eighties and nineties. Or is am I thinking of? Oh, no, I'm thinking of Backdraft, um, <laughs> <laughs> the other fire movie. Yeah, but I do like yeah. me some fire movies and firemen. Mm. So, you know, the, yeah. So going for like you know we've got all those prestige kind of classics that you know the the auteur cinema and things, but then also being like. No, let's watch The Towering Inferno and The Poseidon Adventure. <laughs> you know, schlocky kind of things like that. I mean, yeah, that that's like, you know, American Beauty, which is on the list as well. Mm. Just bigger movies that were more widely uh, known in the general public. As, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, popcorn films is the best way to describe it, I guess. Mm. Well, speaking of uh, kind of the big popcorn and blockbuster films, do we want to announce what we're going to be doing for our first, sure. first episode? Sure, why not? It's uh, Braveheart. Yeah. Believe it or not, I've never seen Braveheart. William Wallace. Mm. And so, yeah, Mel, Mel Gibson and uh, at the at the peak of his power. Pete Gibson, I guess. Oh, this is definitely Pete Gibson. Like, where where else? 
<laughs> Passion of the Christ? See, but uh, that's only him. Like, I don't consider him behind the camera being Pete Gibson. He needs to be also in front of the camera oh, for yeah. it to be Pete. That's, that's true. That's that's very true. Yeah, I'd almost argue, like, you know, Lethal Weapon 2 era, possibly. But <laughs> not number one, number two. <laughs> Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going to kick things off. We figured that was a nice one to kind of roll into it. It's a nice... You know, it, it's not a heavy film either. Like, some of these as well, we're going to end up having, you know, more serious episodes, I would say. Uh, you know, more heavy analysis, whereas Braveheart's bit of just a an easy popcorn epic. Long, light epic. Yeah, so it's like, you know, like a gladiator. Like, and, you know, the f it's probably one of our only historical epics we have on the list as well, so it's nice to kind of... Jump in with something big and bold, and oh yeah, yeah. just too. Yeah. So we'll be uh, recording that episode in a day or two, hopefully, and so uh, with any luck, we'll get that out for you in a, in a week or two on our kind of back to our regular kind of schedule of programming. But we just thought we'd do a little bit of a bonus episode here at the beginning, at the top, like it, letting you guys know we're back, we're doing something a little different, and uh, this is what we have in store for the coming months for you. So, yeah, thanks for coming to our TED Talk and uh, listening to our, <laughs> our um, intro for the new season of You Haven't Seen That. Classic edition. Classic editions, yes. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so thanks, everybody. Um, as usual, uh, if you want to send us an email or anything, you can. Just send it to youhaven'tseenthatpod at gmail.com, all one word. You can follow me on Twitter at CriterionQuest. Uh, that podcast is starting to get back going as well soon, hopefully. So, you know, what can you do with all this COVID stuff? But, you know, we're, we're getting back into it. Everything, back into everything takes a hit. Yeah. What better way to get through it than to sit down with some friends and watch some great classic movies? Indeed. So, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. And, uh, yeah, tune in hopefully in a week's time or so. And we'll have the first episode on Braveheart. Uh, but for this episode, I'm Chris. I'm Toby. And we'll see you next time. See you guys. Please rewind this cassette before returning it to your video library.